Sure. Yeah, I was uh, reviewing my notes about this Crash the Gate idea, um, which is my code, my code name for a series of professional goals that I want to set with my my pseudo boss, pseudo coworker. Ironically, uh, uh, boundaries, given what I just said, uh, not on that list, it should be. Uh, here, don't worry. But I do have, uh, basically, like, three bullet points about wanting to try and formalize just particular aspects of what it is that we do in order to make, make it easier to have a larger team and more communicative with the team that we do have, and, and, and more importantly, find ways to involve people that, that feels like it fits with the bandwidth they have for this among their panoply of potential work and uh, to to try and like make this uh, a thing that doesn't only earn you travel across the globe dollars when it's something that is a commitment that you have to maintain full time in terms of like keeping fairly dialed into this particular workplace is is in and of itself a, a skill set that needs to stay some kind of sharp even if you're not always with the group uh, because there's not a ton of well yeah at this point is that like we need we need maybe to define scope and responsibility uh, faster, more, like, team involvement and product deployment, and then we need to find, like, non-event day value for people who have the, the bandwidth and do that in, in, like, a packet size way, like, there's all these things that we could improve on our team, or for our team permanently, that, like, take the form of projects that, like, how do we containerize the offer so that it's like, hey, would you take like establishing like a off off week task ask uh, something that's like, hey, would you would you work at uh, this rate for for doing something administrative or doing something um, with uh, with like notes taking or organizing or considering um, and. Just like defining that as labor that has it's done by people who are tired of it being not done, which that kind of led me in my thinking to what I call the good old boy syndrome. Um, a, a amount of like leadership through toxic masculinity. <laughs> uh, like a form of sort of benign, if you will, task, uh, like, but still, like, overwhelmingly masculine and in, in all of the, like, most tropey masculine communication ways, is how I would say it. It's just, like, this format for, 
from from being in charge of other people that (laughs) somehow still manages to never say what you mean or be direct or have to especially or even if there's some directness as of saying what you mean miss which I think that's the truth is that everybody who spent any real time around a girl boy in charge which is a lot of them like they are around um I have lived amongst them many times um they do talk directly when they need to. It's just not. Sometimes it's it's better. Like it's like they're, they're getting to it and they're gonna cut. They're gonna cut to the chase. And other times it's worse where they're like getting frustrated and they just like lay it all out, but in a way that is like a dump of some kind, either like anger or just like over over talk. Uh, something that just functions as a punishment as much as a communication. Um, and, and is, is punishing in that way that's like, you should have already known this, right? So, now that I have to say it out loud, it's rude to me that you're making me do this. That's kind of, in my mind, a big way that the uh, good old boy would communicate directly. Um, and much more of it is like, what I would describe as like passive-aggressive. Uh, in the format of, a good boy lets you know that they want you to solve a problem, not by asking you, but by looking at the problem and sighing at it in a way that makes you feel like he's disappointed I haven't already solved this problem. Because um, that's a big chunk of good old boy power, is, is, in, is in the paternalistic way it's built out. Um, Guy yells, guy demands things, guy only has to ever lay things out when feels and makes that an unpleasant experience for everybody. So you start to figure out what are the things that that will will keep keep that from needing to happen. Anticipate those needs, find the ways uh, to to get things done without having to be told. Um, and in doing so, become a good worker uh, for whoever this person is, right? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a one-off uh, good worker value, and I think it disrespects the, um, like, in a work relationship, compensation is only one part of that relationship, like, the dollars and cents that are agreed upon for the labor is a, uh, presumably, a, a negotiated, but settled thing. Like, any, any decent work being done should have a, the rate already written down for it some, some way, somehow. Um, <clears throat> but the, the compensation isn't the only exchange happening. Like, a relationship is about more than just those those dollars coming out of one pocket and into another for the amount of time like given um like that is that is there and that is real and it's it's a vital piece of the puzzle but but when you don't factor in what I think is often the uncalculated value of experience each time you participate in a system that is like as chaotic as a system with no 
um, no effective training or prep documentation, um, or just more, more honestly, no clear line of thought, um, past a certain point, like, and that's not a dig on any one party involved, it's more just like we are, we are part of many parties, uh, like, we have a very, like, the niche keeps getting nicher, um, the more things they get put on the table, um, in terms of what gets supported and what gets, uh, managed by us, set up by us, um, or, or somehow otherwise responsible by us, it's a, it's a big list that doesn't truly seem to, it's just not easy to keep up to date and visible, um, and that's tough, and that speaks to the... I, the fact that we are, we are getting through it is because of the experience and the know-how of the people who we work with. And I just, I think there needs to be some sort of evaluation of that experience separated from the rate of the labor, because the value of that experience can be turned into the things that we're currently lacking. It can be mined for the proper onboarding and documentation processes by just like being willing to acknowledge that people who've already gone through this without those things are the people who know the most what's necessary um, through a sieve of like everybody's personal experiences are going to be different both because of when they jumped into the circus and what their strengths and weaknesses are combined with the things they actually interact with on a given show, um, which varies dramatically person to person, um, and there's such different vantage points once you've settled into them that I do feel like it is like an incomplete picture to expect somebody who's just been on three shows, but three shows gapped by three to eight months and always sitting on the floor, which is like a good spot for someone to get an idea of how the show, like the actual show of walk-ins, fights, rounds, walkouts, like that, that part of it is critical and it's also very helpful to have somebody with technical know-how get drilled on all the like weird little stuff that lives down there, but like, you don't interface with the same people as you do in the front of house position, and even again, you don't from front of house interface with, you know, it's with more of the same people, but there's still like a whole other tent, you know, tenured group around the graphics position as well, on and off-site, but, like, <sighs> yeah, we just need to figure out, like, what the, what the thing is, because I don't, I don't see it as being one person getting paid to make a thing. I see it as being more like, what's a project that we can, what's a project budget that we could, like, go out in, uh, like, consulting hours to the people who we pay. It, like, there's a day rate happening on show days, and, and that's, that's with an agreed upon show, like, an acknowledgement of, like, what is a, what is a remote offline task cost? Uh, and what 
literally a week for people and finding that number and then applying that to like what are the things we need to know what are, what are the things that are broken um but where the, like what are the things we're missing and like i think just asking people at different stages of their tenure what confused them and diving into how they figured it out first and also what are the things that still confuse them um, because seeing how people have already answered this question for themselves is, and then like seeing what their understanding of the answer is at different points, which like, kind of is part of it too, is the, you know, when Ryan has been here longer than Ian has been involved more than Chris, but is about the same amount of like, awareness of the system but that doesn't really count because Ian has been aware of things through you and been getting a you know a steady regular crash course um and the plans are way about good boys I mean about just being someone with enough cash and sway to just sort of passive-aggressively influence people into getting the work that needs done done, as opposed to building a team that can drive collectively in a direction to far greater impact, to far greater value as a whole. Um, you know, the whole, like, the notion that like that energy produced by two horses is equivalent to like a single horse's energy by two two point five times or something like there's a there's an equation for the literal benefit of team work like horses pushing and pulling in the same direction have a larger maximum output than those horses can collectively individually one man band style produce energy. Like it is a it's a it's one of my favorite horse facts is that they really know how to work in a team. Um and I think we know a lot of horse facts and we know, thus we know a lot about the benefits of teamwork, making the dream work. I think we're just lacking in the structures of how to properly utilize the team to greatest effect. while also making sure the team gets and, like, and recognizing that part of utilizing the team is getting the most for the team. Like that there's these, these like shared goals are much closer to one thing than they are like just how much big number on this side, a series of small numbers for people on the other side. Like there's, that is an equation that yes, does have to happen, but like without also acknowledging the, the value after the fact that, like, comes from working with people who you can trust to hold on to what they've learned, to, to, like, remember and improve upon their, their time from one time to the next. Like, you can't just ask someone to come in once every once in a while and then sigh and look at the fact that they don't remember how shit works. 
Like that is not a solution. A solution is to figure out what incentivizes people to continue to improve and study and, and like care about the shit even if they're not on it full time because I think that's the other thing is we gotta have enough people on the fucking merry-go-round for the busy seasons um, and that means that there's there's some seasonal gaps that are gonna need a deep bench and a bench of people who continue, can, can continue to represent your interests without you having to be interested in what they're doing. Like, that is, that is in my mind the crux of it, is that, like, we just need to be able to, like, it's, like, on the one hand, extract your know-how with the details enough to where people don't need to call you on the phone, but then on your end, we need to, we need to, like, get you to see what the problems are that would like, get, let's get, build the frequently asked questions list that actually gets us to you not getting phone calls anymore. Because I think those are the things that are, they're both, they're elements that are out there that just need to be, like, picked up and moved around appropriately. Um, and so, yeah, I think once, once you can do that, once you can figure out how to offer people, like, hey, can we have, like, a two-hour-long conversation on stamp with a specific topic? I want this topic to be something you know, you can ask me anything, we can, like, bring in other people if you think it would be best, or if I think it would be best, like, a, a real circle up on a particular issue, um, or a particular, uh, a particular, like, truly, like, I want to make, like, an outline of every every role every task and figure out who you would like to know some insight on follow that down the list of like having conversations with them about how they feel about or what their experience has been with us for with these tasks these roles and then generating from that a, a useful set of questions and insights about how other people perceive the role um, as a way to inform what are the things that you want people to think about these roles? Say it out loud, say them so that people understand what the expectation is. And in addition to that, actual answers or follow-up solutions on questions, rather than it always being a, like, a whack-a-mole week by week. I think there's, there's so much stuff that is, is not whack-a-mole, is not conducive to a whack-a-mole approach. That is conducive to, like, the, the calcium deposits around how all of these people seem to have similar experiences with these things, and you also understand what things are just outside of our ability to control, and that becomes, like, the other part of, of the thing, right? It's like, you can answer certain questions with, like, I, I don't know how, uh, could get that done because of XYZ about how the org layout works or how, how their time works or what's currently happening outside of the orbit of, of our little uh, our little constellation.
I really think there are a lot of things that 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 would that, that would be an answer for. It would, I think, you know, it's not that you have to have an answer for everything. It's just that we are a solution for every question or problem. It's that we, we need to be able to show people that someone has thought about certain things, rather than it being like every time someone comes across the like we need to leave fingerprints around the efforts and questions of the past, like. You know, so that the people who come across it the next time don't go immediately from why is it this way to having to call you to clarify something or having to jump on Discord even to like quiz someone. Like there, there needs to be like this layer of like, and it's not just writing shit in a big long list and expecting everybody to like study said list. Like it is something that needs to be pieced together more in, in an informed, organized, and, like, considerate way for the audience of, like, classic contractors. Like, I think that's, it's a very niche thing that we do, and I think we need to think in niche terms when it comes to how you communicate certain things. Um, and just, like, not being afraid of... <sighs> it's really hard, because, like, I think Discord, in any real-time chat, like, obviously there's, like, value in real-time chat. Um, but I think it, the notion that it erases all other forms of, uh, like, other... I'll put it this way. I think that the pace of... Thought does not always line up with the pace of the discording notion schema as we're currently operating, where it's like, Discord is the live right now, notion is the, we've talked about it before, and this, and has, there's an answer somewhere. Because, like, if you're not, if you're not treating notion like a SEO database level of, like, make sure these words are heavily involved in these pages so that when someone desperately searches, like, you can anticipate, like, that is the level of consideration I think you have to have to build a, a, like, a wiki that you can just let live and keep, like, organically evolving without there being, um, like, a, you just don't have the scale for the amount of people who would need to be, like, on it to, you know, put the bandwidth in to maintain a big-ass wiki. Um, so I think we, you know, we gotta, we gotta find a path that is non, not full wiki. Um, though I think, yeah, obviously, there's a, there's like a universal truth that a wiki it would be helpful. Like, that is, that is the nature of that organism, um, is that it can, it can take care of the intricate relationships between information on top of just being every piece of information. Like, that's an undeniably valuable tool. I'm not saying that a wiki is not a great strategy for efficiency. What I'm saying is that, like, you need, you need, like, a layer on top of it for the operations aspect that can maybe cite and maybe communicate and maybe, like, helpfully guide people in directions in a, in a way that's a little bit more, like, con connecting to, connecting to where they're at, connecting to, 
like what the setting can often be because I think like the idea should truly be that there's there's support enough for people to have like what is the oh shit button because if the oh shit button is sending you to like fend for yourself like climbing through a wiki that's not conducive to solving problems quickly which i think is the number one goal of uh of most of the problems that require people to hit a no shit button to and we'll, we'll just call from from here on out the the no shit button is whatever format people choose to uh, try and communicate with you with So, yeah, um, we need to organize our thoughts around the no shit button and avoid the no shit button as a layer above the wiki. Well, even independent of the oh shit button and the wiki, there being a like, uh, yeah, it, it's I mean it's it's gross. I don't I don't like talking in these terms, but I do think that there needs to be kind of a uh, I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it all out brand personality. That's like, it's not, I'm not trying to be like, and it's truly just that the vocabulary of our time is so linked up to, like, mega corporate speak that I don't 100% know how else to describe what I'm thinking of, which is essentially like a, a little bit of like a, a face that is not, is like, almost a character, like, and, and, and this is just how I organize my thoughts, so, so don't think of this as me trying to, like, build a, an Oz machine and, uh, get to be the man behind the curtain kind of thing, like, what I'm picturing is not necessarily, like, a, a chatty, a chatty thing, it's just more like an energy that is independent of both the ocean button of, like, yeah, when, when things are going wrong, this is where you go, um, there is a, a wiki for kind of the general like maintenance of things and then there is like communications which is is and should feel more human than a wiki and should be mindful of uh, of people's time but also their um the levels of investment in the thing that you're talking to them about because how many times have you got an email that is less relevant to you than the five other things you're working on and and as a result like didn't get back to somebody in anywhere near the time you meant to um and maybe that's not a problem for you but what i mean to say is that like if we're not conscious of what we're asking of people when we ask it of them and by wait i mean like what how important is it that you comprehend exactly what i'm putting forth to you um and like, yeah, travel is not necessarily a hard thing like that. It's much more of a 
there's much more of. It's, you know, you don't need to be like, hey buddy, I've heard that you might be going to this point. Like, I think there's, there's places for like, completely formalized to the point of being a, a bot, kind of, uh, with a spreadsheet or whatever, and that travels that. Um, but like, thinking about our current setup of basically operating out of a spreadsheet, uh, with that, that being, you know, like there's no, assumptions about like well people will always be available to cover for those who come in without much recent experience um and that's a, a reasonable assumption but it's one that i do think we test sometimes um and i think it's something that we should test because i think it's something that keeps us from addressing the uh the needs of of people who aren't as as like just semi-permanently involved in UFC. Um, and I think that's an important thing to call out as well, is that semi-permanent involvement, things like that, just, you know... If, if you're going to be bummed out that people don't make themselves properly available to you at any point, at any juncture, then you should, you should be making that clear through communication and policies with the people that you're contracting. Because right now, it is so informal, I think largely because half the people are... I mean, yeah, everybody, you know, like, you kind of have a, an idea of what people are up to. And, you know, you still, you still, like, imagine if Ian just was like, and I'm sure you've had a conversation with Ian about... Um, that he's going to commit to doing this on some level, whether it's a formal, vague of, like, enough to where I understand that you probably would be rightfully, given previous conversations, and upset by him no longer doing UFC stuff abruptly. Like, if he just said, no, not for me anymore. But, like, that's not a contractor. Uh, not in, like, a... Well, the great one, at least. You know, that's really... Yeah, I just worry about getting a little dicey as we... Whether we get bigger, just whether it's... it's there's not a kind of battle when people are going to ask for justification for... who we have around. And that it truly doesn't matter who's around. You cannot avoid that because it's just an inevitability of, like... We are a team that has grown in a boom time, so there's going to be a moment of, like, 
retraction that is very late, or, you know, just general auditing of a business is going to a some point want to account for the value that people bring. And I think that there needs to be some... It just feels like the, there's a vulnerability there with, um, with people who are, are heavily involved but are still getting paid as contractors, which, like, if that were to, at any point, come into play as, as I don't know. Well, that really, has been tied to a monolith pretty heavily. And by us, I do mean all the, all the crew who are working, and that is the thing. So the contractor agreement seems to be very convenient to the fact that, like, yeah, if you were watching Pettis Loose, like, it would, it would be pretty easy. Uh, it, it, yeah, it does feel a little bit like it would be like a, a disposable uh, thing to which like I understand is the nature of the business but like I would want if, if there's any amount of business say or business involvement to be had um, I would not want to do business in a way that these people like in a position where yes they might you know you've taught you try with people to make sure they had insurance it's not the same as like as uh, covering all the bases i think um because just see a day where big government or um Like big corporate, somebody wants to understand why it's a bunch of people who seem to, you know, like if there's an if there's an impression of these, you know, people who are not like it's yeah it's it's odd it's an odd it's not place to be in of just like. I feel like the current status of us as contractors that are in many ways like friends and, and friends and family members of the person who is the actual vendor relationship. Like it just feels feels like it has precarious edges to it. And I would like to shore those edges up with and investment in things that don't just get you as an individual more business but like really get the company finding ways to show people that they don't just belong to the UFC machine by putting them on other things by which I mean like finding other things to put them on to involve other people to even if it's just in a like you want someone to second for uh, like an inst installation Remember, which I'm sure you did. I think you did that with Zachary. So like, I get, uh, but again, I just mean like, <sighs> there's there's something to be said for finding some value to essentially 
compensate people for the the storage space have allocated to UFC and also figuring out a way to make out more about like you're not allocating that stuff for Prusik because here's some other non UFC projects that we're working on that like if you wanted to do this thing, say, you know, come out for whatever, like uh, or not a probably non travel thing. Um but like, you know, just a more finalized way of being like, hey, this is not just that we're the middleman for UFC gigs. Like, here's some, like, we're, we're investing in, like, this relationship, these these connections. Um, because it's it's the, it's the weirdest of asks to be like, hey, flip your, flip your thousand lights around and um, your, your weeks and weekends, at least. Um, and kind of your thousand lights. Just a lot to ask of people who, if, if what you want for them is to have full lives, <laughs> it should be something that you think about a lot, asking people to do what we do. Um, because without being surrounded by friends, uh, or else simply, like, it's, it's not, it's, it is too much of an impermanent thing to treat it like, well, we have buddies here, so why would we need to be mindful of people's, like, lives outside of work? Um, and, like, doing beyond just, like, like, it's just, you need to, for burnout's sake, be mindful of, like, what brings people joy and Obviously, travel is, is the thing that is most explicitly on the, uh, uh, the offer. Like, that is, I understand that being treated like a benefit is, it, it is, it's, it's not, it's not anything about, like, a perk. Um, I mean, it's lots of other things, too. It's, it is a headache. Um, but I, I do think there's, there is some, some, there's still exchange. It's still exchange between, um, So it's always between, yes, you get to go to these cool places, but, and obviously, the, uh, if you're not staying at your days, then it is pretty quick, and, and then generally it's just like, you're, yeah, you're inverted with, with, with the full times to be in a place because you're working Friday and you're working Saturday, and you make, you make the most of that, and I think that's fun and good, and I like that we make the most of our time in good places and, and but like again we're not even staying there like but if you if you want people to avoid drying up into tumbleweeds like you need and, and floating away on the land like you, they literally like they need roots like you, you have to have people who are invested in a place otherwise like it's just yeah it's it's a it's a part of a ride that, like, you eventually are like, okay, well, now I'm, now I can't seem to find how to, how to stop spinning, so, uh, I feel like I gotta get off, and I, I do think that there's some fall off, uh, certainly I've, you know, I feel myself drawn in the direction of, of there being kind of a, 
match uh, that that I gotta walk myself back from in terms of like I can't I cannot have the life I want with the people I love at home. And by that I mean like obviously Rachel with them like family, but I mean family's family. I, it really is just that like it's hard to it's hard to feel connected to where you are if you don't have friends in that place and you're away dying all the time when when that is a typical possibility. Um and what I, I think it comes down to is like yeah, if we all have predictable enough to plan around schedules that will involve people taking many weeks off. I think it's the only healthy way to do this thing is to have like a real like honestly give a sabbatical idea in people's heads and not just like you aren't on any of these shows for a month because you're on shows for somebody else, like an actual like checking in with people and like that's again that's that's outside of a contract and a point of view. I understand that. But what I'm getting at is that like it can't just be hey are you healthcare good, great, let's stop talking about it before we get in trouble for talking about it. Uh, it has to also be like you good? You what do you need things? Like what is what is your what is your off work schedule look like and how can we how can that can how can that be Because imagine offering people a couple days day rate in addition to you know to to be available for phone calls and like a window each day and like plan out like kind of a uh, a big debrief or a big something like find ways to give people most of a week where they are just un- unnaturally present in their actual lives and, and mostly just ask them questions about like how are your plants and like what are you what are you what have you what, what restaurants are you ordering takeoff from or whatever like not not have it be uh like work 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 but like it would just be nice to be able to find the resources to help people not only succeed at the job they're doing but can stay successful by not burning up and there's a lot of much more active ways we can be directly in, in, involved in doing that but like my point is that you have to have that goal of then having more time at home in your head as well. Because more time at home, meaning like time that they're not, I mean, and it's, it's different, that mix is different for everybody. But like what I'm getting at is like you can't build around the people who are like fine with not having any time at home because then you're only ever going to have people who are like committed to rootless and. I think that's just, like, obviously there's people out there and they're, they're good for those, like, deeper bench roles, but I think you can't, like, you can't build a roster around them because the stuff not asked for is so niche, and I don't know that it's, like, worth being competitive with, like, people who are, are going to, like, you know, deep 
12 different shows between one time and the next time that they're on. Like, finding the right what happened to me enough, like, hey, like, we have a relationship outside of the weeks that you were on the show. And, like, yes, the Discord, I think, serves a percentage of that purpose, but there is, like, a... I think, I think there's a... this, like, what we're doing here is different, and we understand that, like, niche is hard to, like, give a lot of bandwidth to. So here's, like, here's a, a little something for just being... Yeah, you know, I can just, like, basically pay bounties for bugs that they caught, uh, I can find, find ways to, uh, just find ways to, like, offer, like, hey, I'd love to have, like, a longer debrief on that thing that you ran into. This is not, like, the opposite of, the opposite of, like, you did something wrong, it's that, like, I want to understand, would you, how do you feel about, like, a remote wait for two hours of your time where I ask some questions and get your feedback to, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, finding ways of making that like, part of the contract or relationship, uh, in my mind, is, like, a much more functionally, like, it's worth, it's worth the investment, both in, in getting people's feedback and making it something that, like, is good for them, like, works out for them and is, is shows them that there's value in it, not just, like, because the thing is, they're contractors, and so the time that they give in communication outside of work days is time you are taking from them that they have not agreed to be compensated for, and, like, I'm, I know I'm fucking pinching pennies right now, um, with, with how much people should be, like, checking their labor sources. But what I'm getting at is, like, <sighs> like, the, it can't just be that, like, well, I, I pays enough on these days that, like, they should, it's worth their energy to, uh, and time to, like, invest in this relationship for nothing else. Um, and I think what you, like, maybe would, I think you would see more, if we, if you were incentivizing people to share their thoughts, is you would, you would get more out of them, first off, um, and you would, you would see more of how other people see the, see the equation, um, which is very well, in, in and of itself, like, yeah, that is something that, like, if you, if you pay people, f if you're willing to pay people for it, I do think there's enough, like, hey, I really do want to have, like, a long, specific conversation, um, here's kind of what I'm thinking, and, like, honestly, you'll just, like, throw that at them and be like, and that will give you more further details until we're recording, um, but, like, I do, yeah, I do think there's, there's a reasonable ask there of, like, if you, if you had somebody who encountered a particular problem, or just generally has, like, worked a lot of shows, and you want that some general, like, I do think that it's essentially, like, a way of charging a consulting fee to, like, have them pretend that you have quarterly reviews. Um, I don't know. This is my thought.